I get excited for every episode of the Morning After podcast that we record, but we we have a lot. A lot has happened in the last seven days, and I, and I can't wait to dive right in. Welcome to the Morning After. Yeah, so you had an experience with a guardian angel situation that I hope we can kick off with that because... Yeah. <clears throat> When you told me this story on the air, you had not told me. Sometimes we'll talk about things off the air a little bit and then dive into it on the air. But mm-hmm. I actually had knew nothing about what happened to you. And you had me on the edge of my seat. It was a very up and down weekend. We had to travel to St. Louis for um, for, our, for our baby shower, uh, which we'll get into later in the podcast because that was a cool experience in itself. But I actually want to start with the drive back to Kansas City. So Katie and I threw, uh, you know, we, we needed the car space. We had dogs, we had gifts. So we, we took separate vehicles to and from St. Louis over the weekend. And on my way back, unfortunately, about 100 miles out away from Kansas City, boom, something hit the road, flat tire, driver's side, front tire, just completely blown to oblivion, had to pull off the side of the road, no gas station nearby, nowhere, it Stunk. I mean, it was a bad situation. I can even tell you, it was mile marker 107.8 on Westbound I-70. I knew exactly where I was. Uh, I even put it on my Instagram story. I was like, hey, if you're having a bad day, <laughs> dun, 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 like, anyway. Now, I've had a flat tire before, and I know what to do. So I got out, and I made sure, and I kind of went, and I got towards that tire, and I heard the like it was leaking fast and I was like okay this tire is done for did you hit something or you don't know oh I had to have hit something because like the tire was it wasn't just like popped it wasn't like a nail like a hole I mean it was ripped it was shredded it was wild so um, I pull over to the side of the road I've had a flat tire before I've changed I've rotated my own tires before so like I know what to do I don't have the best tools but I do have the tools to get it done so I'm like this is so annoying. So the first thing I do is I call my wife, who's about eight miles ahead of me. And I tell her, hey, she's like, she actually, I called her and she's like, I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, I'm bored. And I'm like, be grateful to be bored because my tire just popped. And she's like, no. Yeah. And I said, here's the deal. And I, and I, I didn't want you to have to turn around, but I had the dogs in my car. So, you know, I, I, t- I turned the car off, which means no air conditioning. It was about 85. I was like, you need to turn around. You need to get these dogs, but they don't need to be sitting on the side of the highway with me. We need to get them home. So she turns around. Uh, so she's like, okay, I'm on my way. So she does that, and I start going to the trunk. I get the spare tire out, uh, all the, you know, the little tool bag back there, and I'm like, let's just get this started. Now, some wheels, they have what are called wheel locks on the, uh, if you have your, uh, the lug nuts that hold the, the wheels to the car. Um, but then on top of though, there was this plastic cap. So you had to take the plastic cap off so you get to the lug nuts to unscrew them. And I thought somewhere, certainly I had the little tool that I needed to take those plastic caps off. I couldn't find it to save my life. I'm like, where is this tool at? I couldn't find it anywhere. So at this point, I'm like, I can't remove this tire. Ugh. Gosh darn it, what am I going to do? So at this point, I'm like, okay, well, I know I have roadside assistance with the car, so I call that number. Hey, I'm flat tire. I have my spare. I just can't get the plastic caps off. Okay, we can get a tow truck to you in 45 minutes. Oh. <sighs> and it's, what, 110 degrees? <laughs> 85 feels uh. like a million, right. <sighs> okay, so while they're doing that, uh, I, I call the tow truck. Katie pulls up as I'm on the phone with these people. So what, then what we have to do is, remember, she's got a car full of, like, fluffy pink bags full of baby gifts. So we're on the side of the road. We're literally, we have to unload some of her vehicle so we can put a seat back up so we can get dogs to fit in her Jeep. And then we just took some of the gifts that weren't going to fit anymore. We just put them in my car. I just put them in the back seat. It was fine. Whatever. And then she's like, you know, we got the dogs taken care of. And she's kind of standing, and I'm like, go. I'm like, there's no need for you to wait here, too. There's nothing you can do. I appreciate that you want to keep me company, but I would rather have my seven-and-a-half-month wife pregnant home. 
Like, go go home, get home safe. She's like, okay, well, you know, call me when you're on the road. Of course. Anyway, so she leaves, and I'm waiting another 10 minutes, and I'm pacing. Like, I'm trying to find this tool. I can't find it anywhere. And I'm like, I don't have it. This is so obnoxious. Anyway, so I'm about 30 minutes into my 45-minute wait. When it dawns on me, I get an idea. I'm like, hey, you know what might work here? Let's try reading the owner's manual. I read the owner's manual, and it turns out I had the tool the whole time. I even stared right at it. I had just, the wheel keys I had had in the past, they looked way different than what it is now. And so it's just this little plastic, almost looks like a little itty bitty pair of uh, barbecue tongs. Super easy, they pop right off. It was right there, and and I had it the whole time. And I'm like, why did I not read my instruction manual? Because nobody reads the instruction manual, right? Or, or the owner's manual, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, gosh, dang it! But hey, here's the good news: I have it. I can get the process started at least. So right about that time, this vehicle pulls up behind me. Not a tow truck. It's a busted down. I mean, it's not busted. It's a, it's a it's like a Volkswagen Jetta, and this guy gets out. I am so grateful this man stopped for me because this man was my guardian angel. Mm-hmm. He gets out. He says. Hey, I see you had a little tire trouble, man. I'm I'm happy to help you out if you'd like. And um, I was like, well, I mean, I've got a tow truck that's probably 15, 20 minutes away, and I genuinely didn't want him to like waste his day. Or I mean, you got you got places to be, man. You don't, you know, you've never met me before. Like, I don't. Why, why would you waste your time with me? You know, it, it doesn't matter. And he's like, man, I've because he's like, I've been here. I've, I've I've had to deal with it. I have like the good tools in my car, and I'm I'm, I'm happy to help. And I'm like. All right, man. If you want to help, that's that's awesome. So he's like, sure. So this big old dude, who I'm not sure, like he could he could have literally just beat me up and, and taken everything, and I wouldn't have been able to stop him. But he didn't. He goes to the back of his car. He's got turned. I guess he's like a mechanic of some sort. He's got the industrial grade car jack. Lifts it right up. He's got the industrial grade um, lug nut wrench. Like you know, in NASCAR when they turn in the pit stop and they and, they, and they're unscrewing the tires and it's. That oh, yeah. thing, he's got one of those. Oh my god! Like I had this little itty bitty hand wrench that I had to crank each one, and he's like, dup, 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 dup. so he brings all these tools out, and I'm telling you, not exaggerating, it took him 90 seconds to lift my car, unscrew the lug nuts, take the old tire off, put the new tire on, screw it back in, lower my car. 90 seconds, he's he done. He should just be. He should have a side hustle. It should just be called like the pit crew or he, something. He and should then this work is what for NASCAR. Yeah, you could just go and. It was so awesome, and and I just I would have never, in today's world, I honestly didn't think people like that existed anymore. People who just I see somebody, and here's another fun part. I kind of asked him like, you know, so what you know, what's what's your you know? I asked like, you know, where are you traveling? What are you doing? I'm just you know just making conversation. And he was, um, he's like, well, I'm on my way to St. Louis to help a friend of mine move, and then I'm coming back to Kansas City. I'm like, wait a minute, you were on your way to St. Louis, I was on my way to Kansas City, so we're on opposite sides of the highway. So I'm like, what you're telling me is you saw me on the side of the road, but you were on the other side of the highway, you were going eastbound, whereas I was going west, so you saw me... Took it upon yourself to get off the next exit, turn around, wow. come back just to help me, a guy you've never met in your life, and then when you're done, get back on, turn back around again, and go amongst you at least another six hours of driving you've got to do today, and you mm-hmm. stop for me. He's like, yeah, man, because I've been in this position you're in right now, and it sucks, and I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. 
I swear that's that's yeah. something that as a mom I have had a similar experience in that like I've been there is you know when you're leaving a store or something and someone's trying to a woman a mom's coming through with her stroller and her bags and this and that and, and the door's not automatic and she's trying to pu- push the door and hold the door and push the stroller in I mean I will stop everything to help a mom in a situation right. like that you know just when you've been through something you you know like man you just wish somebody would be there to help you out so that's awesome that he you know, he he had been there and done that, and he wanted to help somebody else. I thought that's great. And so at this point, you know, we're trying to save up every dime we can for this baby that's on the way. And I'm like, all right, I can't not thank you for your time. So I said, hey, I, I didn't have any cash. I think I had like a dollar on mm-hmm. me, but like a dollar, what's that? So I was like, I was like, hey, do you have a, uh, I was like, I don't have cash, but man, if you have Venmo, like, let me Venmo you for your time. You know, you didn't have to do that. The fact that you did is incredible. Let me, let me pay you. Let mm-hmm. me say thank you for your time. He's like, don't worry about it. He's like, I don't want it. I'm not going to give you my Venmo. I'm not going to give you any information. I don't want you to have it. That's it's so it's nice. don't don't worry about it. Just get home safe. And I'm like, I know. And we shook hands and we parted mm-hmm. ways. I was so kerfuffled through the whole thing. I didn't even get his name. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have asked him for his first name so I could have at least said thank you on the radio or here on this podcast. No idea who this man is. I'll probably never see him again. But man, if if you somehow hear this, thank you. You there was a there's a faith in humanity that has been restored and. What I appreciate about this story, even though it sucked, and I, I, I still wish it didn't happen, but I was surprised when I shared it on the radio on Q104, how many people texted me or texted us and said, thanks for that story. It was actually really inspiring and I needed a good positive start to the week and that was it. So even though I'm, I'm not happy it happened to me and I, I, I wish it didn't, I am grateful that at least out of this negative experience, we got a positive uh, a lot of people got a uh, an uplifting start to their week. Yeah, and I'll tell you, there's a lot more good in the world. I, I do believe there are a lot of good, maybe more, more good than bad in this world. But the problem is the world we're in, on the news, all you hear about is the bad, all you see is the bad. You know, I feel like it's important, and social media too, you know, not just to gripe and whatever, mm. but to share, you know, to share the good positive things like that because it is uplifting and it does restore your faith in humanity. So whoever you are, um, and my God, if he does hear this, he's probably going to think I'm creepy because I'm like, you're my guardian angel. Nah. But you really were that day, man. And I appreciate you. That's just what's funny about life. You never know. And that's an extreme example. But you just never know a gesture, a, a comment, a nice, kind mm. word, you know, what that could do for someone. You don't know what someone's going through. You know, even just maybe telling somebody, hey, you look beautiful today. Well, maybe they were feeling really self-conscious and bad about themselves or whatever in that <laughs> comment seriously like could absolutely make their day i think it's important that we just have compassion kindness and treat each other better so you were on your way to no i'm sorry you were on your way home from st louis because right. you were there for the baby shower your first of several baby showers well we've got for us it's complicated uh, you know we we're so grateful to have planted roots here in kansas city but if there is one uh, problem and it's not kansas city's fault it's just we don't have any immediate relatives here you know my family is is in st louis i was born and raised there katie born and raised in chicago her entire family stays there so we decided that it'd be best to uh, have two showers uh one for family which we had in St. Louis and her Chicago people came down to St. Louis and we traveled to St. Louis and then uh, we'll have another one that you're kind enough, you're yes. gracious enough to host for just our Kansas City, our friends that we've made over the years that we've lived here uh, and we'll, we'll do that one sometime in August. I'm but. excited. I have been ordering things for it online. Oh my gosh. The things have arrived. The girls know. They saw the favors that I'll be handing out. They saw oh. yesterday the thing I was putting together. Close your eyes, Mike. So oh, I can... Okay, I'm closing my eyes. We're on a podcast and I'm closing my eyes and I don't know how this helps anybody. 
The thing, uh-huh. So, isn't it cute? The thing? Is, is she's shaking her head. Oh, yeah, can so I cute. Can I open my eyes now? You can open your eyes okay, now. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I was making gestures that, you know, the radio, or, you it's know, the podcasters, good. listeners won't It's all good. Um, uh, yeah, your, your niece, Zoe. So, yeah, come over here, Zoe. Here, here from Texas. Howdy, so, Zoe. Howdy to you, too. Ma'am. The cutest thing is um, y'all. She y'all. says y'all all the time, and I absolutely love it. I am start. I am so attached to this little girl that when she goes back to Texas, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I feel like I've had a third kid for the last month. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been with us since, well, before the fourth, and she's just been here hanging out with us. She and Jules are the best of friends, and, mm-hmm. you know, Miles likes to drive everybody crazy, but actually, that's been going pretty well, I feel like, this year. I feel like you guys are all getting along better. What has been, Zoe, your favorite part about this last month hanging out with Aunt Jenny in Kansas City? Getting spoiled by Aunt Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. Yeah. She's easy to spoil. Um, we have done all the things, and we're getting ready. We're going on a beach vacation. We do this every year. We rent a beach house in Seaside, Florida, and uh, we all go down and stay together, but usually, we meet up there, so this is awesome because I've had all we've had all this time with Zoe before, and mm-hmm. then we'll all meet up there and, and do our thing next week. But um, yeah, it's been awesome. It's also been eye opening because I've seen what it's like to have three kids. Truly, you know, mm-hmm. it's I think anything like going from one to two was a wild experience because right. that is a huge difference. But I, I think if this is how it feels, like two to three, and then I don't know three to four, it's just like the more the merrier. Like just bring it. I don't know. Isn't it like? I've always heard it's scary once you get outnumbered. Once there are more children than adults in the house, it gets a little freaky. Well, it is a little freaky because, you know, when you have two, it's at least, you you know, you can one for each hand or whatever. But this is a little different. But she, right. she is an absolute doll. I'm bragging on you because it's true. She is the sweetest, kindest little girl with the best manner. She puts her dishes in the sink. Thank you. She's please and thank you. She's just such a good, good girl. So well, let me ask you this, Zoe. What, is, what do you miss most about being back home in Texas? What can you not wait to get back to? Um, I want to see my dog and my dad and my mom really badly. What about your sisters? Mm. <laughs> My favorite, did you notice the order? It was dog, dog one, yes. then dad, oh, then yeah. mom. <laughs> oh. So this girl, she is a daddy's girl, without a doubt. And so, Mike, this is a little bit of a preview for you. No, you're in a room here with me and two little girls, and this is going to be your life. I mean, it's it's going to be all the girls all the time. I'm ready for it. Are because you? my whole life has been surrounded by women, be it you and my wife and my mom. Like, even growing up, like, I, um, you know, I grew up with the divorced parents, and so I was only at my dad's four days a month, you know, every other weekend. So for me, I'm I'm actually more comfortable. I'm still terrified, but I'm actually more comfortable with it. By the way, somebody, I think it was my mom's friend, Susan, uh, at our baby shower, got us a a sign that I'm going to put on baby girl's door, like the door to her bedroom. And you know what it says? I don't. It says... No boys allowed. No boys allowed. Except dad. That's right. Yeah, I'm here for that side. So Zoe, actually, Jules, I'll have you chime on on this too. But can you get like what he, some dad advice? Like what makes your dad a great dad? Like what could Mike do to be a great dad? Like your dad. You need to get the good dad jokes. Those Thank good you. Dad jokes. Yep. You need to um, always be there for your daughter or your son, and then fart a lot. And then fart a lot. Done. Easy. That's easy. That's the funny part. Well, here, let me turn around real quick and. Oh! 
And then when you have to fart, then just let him pull your finger. That's what my dad does. Yeah, yeah, the pulling of the finger. And that's a rite of passage. I did pull my dad's finger. I pulled my uncle's finger. And they never disappointed with big old farts. So I love, thank you for now, that Mike advice. Now, Mike won't share the name of his baby girl. He's keeping that a secret until the baby's born, which I know. Zoe gave you a face, and I'm giving the same face. Like, just tell us the name already. But do you have any suggestions? What are some cool names? Um... Destiny is a good name. Destiny, okay. Your uh, Aunt Jenny says it starts with an E. I think she, it's Evelyn she, or Eleanor. Why do we have to have it to be from Stranger Things? Oh, I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I'm all caught up on Stranger Things. Aunt Jenny hasn't watched season four yet, and I need her to hurry up and do that so we can talk about it. Yeah, Mom, hurry up. I know. <laughs> Jules, Jules, come over here. Yeah, Jules, come over here. Jules is hesitant. She is not really wanting to step up to the microphone. It looks like she's going to. My kids could not care less about being on the air anywhere. Zoe's like, yes, this is fun. Let's do this. Okay, Jules, some advice, some dad advice. (laughs) Speaking from a daughter's experience. Oh, sorry. Oh, your watch is talking. talking. Tell uh, tell Mike some some good advice, good dad advice. What makes a great dad? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. You have to talk into the mic. Do you see? She's definitely my daughter. Yep. Um, taking your daughter to sports. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll be a big fan of that. What is like? What does your dad do? What is? What does your dad do? That's your like your favorite thing about him being your dad. I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> Leaves and plays golf. Yeah. <laughs> he. I don't does he fart? Yeah. Okay. A good. Lot. Good. Mm. Does your mom, when she's at home, does she does she toot a lot? Yeah, a lot. You can't, you can't see this in our podcast, but she, like, her eyes got real big and she nodded her head, like, yes. Well, I mean, we won't. Okay, well, we're on a podcast. Nobody can see this, but she just got on all fours. Apparently, Jenny gets on all fours and lets them rip at the house. If you, if you can't fart, get on all fours and put your butt up in the air and you will fart. It will happen. Oh, my. Gosh. Look, I had intestinal surgery. I know all the tricks. <laughs> oh no! I did get exposed. I don't care. See, that's the thing, Zoe. When you get older, you just you don't care as much. Like really I, it's don't. all out there. Like my whole life is just is totally out there. All right, Zoe, can I try a dad joke on you? Let's try. It. Sure. All right, and don't laugh unless it's funny though. <laughs> my, I went to the doctor the other day. Doctor said that I'm going deaf. It was tough news to hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that just no silence. They don't even think it's funny. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. Uh, Try another one. I laughed because you laughed. Okay. <sighs> These are terrible. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. To everyone suffering from paranoia, don't worry. You're not alone. What's paranoia? <laughs> <laughs> you have to have dad jokes that they understand the words. I just laughed because the way you said it. I tried to sell, uh, somebody tried to sell me a coffin today. Yeah. Told them that's the last thing I need. Why? Because you're dead? Because it's literally the last thing you need. Yeah. Smarter are you? I didn't even get that. That went right over my head. Jeez. All right. Okay. So I need to work on. Okay. Three guys walk into a bar. The fourth guy was smart and ducked. Ducked. Like a metal bar. Like three guys walk into a bar. We're really, we're really scoring here. All with right. These jokes. Do you Let's guys have any on. jokes? No. Yeah. You tell me a good joke. No. No. Um. I'll think one. Okay. Oh, she's thinking. Okay. I'd say it's a four-hour show, but it is the podcast. It's so podcast. We do whatever time. we want. Um, what's the one that Tater told me the other day? Um, why Tater told me this one. Why couldn't the toilet paper cross the road? Why couldn't the toilet paper cross the road? Because it got stuck in a crack. That's amazing. 
Yeah. No, gonna... yeah. There you go. Okay. Why do um pig? Wait. What do pigs use to clean their hands? What do pigs use to clean their to hands. clean their hands? I give up. Ham sanitizer. Zoe, <laughs> <laughs> so, that was awesome. Uh, okay, She's so you girl. want so, so like what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Yeah, it's an old, it's classic. Yeah, Zoe, I've hey, heard that, but okay. no laughter. Zoe's not into any of these. Zoe, okay, so all right, I give up. We have to move on to anything mm. else. Hey, well, anyway, so no, you, uh, but you are you are about to embark on parenthood and you know being uh, a dad, yeah. and it's are you what's your biggest fear about it? Because I know even as a mom before I had you know Jules, I was Do, a lot of fears, a lot I of mean, worries. I mean, it's a deep answer. Okay, like and we we're just telling dad jokes, but things are about to take a turn. Yeah, go ahead. My biggest fear of fatherhood is failure. Yeah? Is just failing at it. Is You're not raising fail. a not good human being. No. Like raising a terrible person. And think about it. How, how could that happen, though? You and your wife are both awesome human beings. There's no way. Like... And I, I know, mm-hmm. but I don't know, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Does that but, make sense? Well, yeah, but I, I will tell you this, too. You know, it, even though you can do all the things, I mean, look, I hope I'm instilling morals and values and uh, good things to my kids. But at the end of the day, I think the scariest thing and what I've learned is that they are their own person and mm-hmm. they have choices to make. And all I can do is hope that I've given them all the tools and all the guidance. But it is yeah. terrifying to the, think that they still have a choice. I, I can't tell them what to do forever. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that uh, the number one thing you can do, so many people have given me this advice, is just be there. That's it. And that won't be a problem. Actually, can I tell you what I'm really nervous about? Mm-hmm. Is the fact that we're very blessed to work the hours we work. Most days we can be, we can be gone as early as 10 a.m. Most days we're usually home by like noon or, or, or going about our lives, yeah. our, our personal lives by noon, which is great. But my wife is, of course, working the classic, you know, the nine to five at an incredible employer in Sporting Kansas City. And um, but that means that every day, as soon as we're done with the show, you know, if I whenever I get I'll, I'll, I'll go home, I'll get baby girl, do what we have to do. But from from that point on, there's going to be like you know, let's say 11 a.m. from 11 a.m. all the way till six when she gets home, it's just me and her. Mm-hmm. Now I know I'm going to get some benefits from that. That's I'm obviously going to be the favorite parent. Obvi- <laughs> obviously, obviously going to be the daddy's girl because I'm because I'm going to be the one with her all the For time. Sure. So I'm so I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that I'm going to be the favorite parent. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to have a daddy's girl, but. Also, that's me that's responsible for her for seven hours. Like, you remember how you said your biggest fear was when you walked out of the hospital with Jules for the first time? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm responsible for keeping this human alive. Totally. Like, that's going to be on me every day. Like, okay, let's make sure she gets, she eats enough. And and I'll say too, you know, I thought, I remember maternity leave. Like, I thought, oh, this is going to be amazing. I am going to watch TV all day and I am just going to relax and have fun and go shopping and da 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 da. And then I realized, this whole stay-at-home mom thing and this whole parenting thing, it's a job. It's a lot of work. And I think at first, you'll probably be pretty overwhelmed with it. But I'm telling you that so that you can remember that and remember that you'll get a routine, you'll get a groove, you'll get a system, and it's going to be fine. But at first, it feels completely overwhelming because you're right. You're, you've been used to just dealing with you and, mm-hmm. and being, I mean, selfish. We all were. That's and, how we were and, raised to be. You and know? dogs. Like, you know, we take care of dogs. Yeah, which, you know, people say what you want. <clears throat> I do think that, <laughs> I 
think that's good practice. It really is for parenthood because you do. You have to be responsible for the dog. You have to a feed them. Dog owner. Yes. Make sure that they are uh, they have water, something to drink at all times. Uh, you have to clean up their poop. Yep. Um, hey, well, there it is. It's just I know it's disgusting, but that's what we have to do. Yeah, but so. I mean it is good prep. So I think you are going to be an outstanding dad. And I can't wait. I'm so excited for every day. Just the stories and the journey that you're about to go on. I'm already grateful for the support system. I'll tell you that much. Grateful for you because I know there's going to be a day. I know that you Auntie have already Jenny. told me. You've already told me and I fully believe you and I plan on taking you up when you just, there's going to be that moment where I'm like, I can't take this anymore. Yeah. And I'm going to just bring her up, ring your doorbell and leave. It's t- Listen, I mean that. Like, I want you to do that. And I know there's going to be a day too. There's going to be several days where you're going to be very, very tired because it's a lot to do this job and to get up, have the hours we do. And then you'll be full-time dad during the day and you're, you're just going to need that break. And that's where I can't wait to keep her those days and just take care of her. I mean, look, Zoe, my, I'm taking care of Zoe. I've kept her alive. Yes, and she has fed me very good meals. Thank you. Thank you. you. What's the best meal she's fed you, but you can't say Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is something she didn't, like, homemade. Oh, okay. Well, she always says she's not a great homemade cook. Are you saying that she does, she cooks good meals? I make good kid meals. We're talking nuggets, mac and cheese, Mm, um, spaghetti. Air fryer style. Yeah, all those types Mm, of things. mm, Yeah, mm. I've got the kid meals. That's down. Down, but once there's you know actual recipes and steps, look out. I mean, like a hamburger helper situation, I'm all over it. I love a good you hamburger know, helper. There's some I, chicken in the air fryer. I got that. There's, but. If there's one flaw my wife has, she doesn't respect the the legacy that is the hamburger helper. How about my? It was a funny story. I was with my sister this past weekend, and um, she <laughs> we were with one of her friends who was at this wedding that we were at. And this lady is hilarious. She's just real down to the down to earth, just like just basic human being. You know what I mean? She's just just great great girl. I love her. And she said that my sister went over to her house once, and they were having hamburger helper for dinner. And Rochelle said, you know, I mean, we eat it once a week because it's cheap, it's easy, and it's good. And mm-hmm. my sister was devouring it. She's like. I have got to get this recipe. She's like, what is this? <laughs> well, it's a bag of powdered cheese. Yeah, <laughs> and you put it in the pan. Yeah, my sister, they were they still laugh about it to this day because my sister truly thought it was some this fabulous homemade gourmet recipe. Because it is. It's good. I don't care Hamb- what anybody Hamburger Helper is where it's at. I don't know what's wrong with Katie. And, I, and I'm telling you what, baby girl's going to eat her some hamburger helper. Yes, I'm, she I'm is. I'm telling you that right now. This girl's picky over here, Jules, but uh, my son, he, he loves some hamburger helper. Yeah, loves why wouldn't it. you? Miles will eat anything. And that's the other thing, too. Like, I raised them both exactly the same. Can't think of uh, huge differences other than boy-girl. And she will literally, she has like six things on her menu. And Miles will try anything. So Katie and I are opposite. I'm I'm still, as a 36-year-old adult, very picky about what I eat. And like, eat healthy. And I'm like, ew, healthy food, ew, vegetables. Right. Katie will eat anything. Anything really? she she wants to try everything. I was there was a point in time, and that's not happening. But where a friend of mine was gonna, there there was a time where he was planning uh, on getting married, but she was from South Korea, so we would have had to travel to South Korea for a wedding. Oh my gosh! Which one I would have worn this. I shouldn't say ridiculous. I don't I mean disrespect the culture, but certainly far from a tuxedo, a right. very different looking outfit. 
and I would have had to partake in the local cuisine. And Katie's like, oh my God, you're so lucky. Get one of those like squid tentacles that's still slithering oh, as it goes. Like she no. wants to eat that. How gross is my wife? Sorry, but I love you. But like, I, have, I mean, so Matthew and I, are, we're, we're pretty basic eaters, but right. I mean, I will try most things, but we went on a trip to Croatia and- That had to be awesome. Get the the trip was food. incredible, but the food, I mean, they, we would go to these and it was all through his company. And so there were these like six course meals. Like it was yeah. really, and, and real foodies would have just given anything to be on this trip. We would literally, like one of his, his co-workers would tell us, she knew what the menus were going to be. She would call us and be like, you guys are want to go to get a burger and fries for room service before we head out to the meal tonight. And we would be full. And then we would just sort of pretend to eat all, I mean, crazy, just seafood and just Bizarre okay, food seafood that, makes it. I was going to say because Croatia is right on the other side of Italy. It and wasn't I, and Italian. Like, yeah, and say then that's a bummer because I would love. And I, by the that way, I did, I'll, I'll eat anything. I'll try anything Italian. I did actually tell Katie that I have a life goal within the next five to ten years. I'd like to go to. Uh, I've never been to Europe, and it's time. Mm-hmm. I, I need to go to England and watch a soccer game, and I need to go. I want to take my wife to Italy, and I want to sit with her in all these little ca- corner cafes, and I want to order pasta, and I want to yeah. drink all the red wine, and I just I want to do all that. And yes, I'm, and you should. And say and say. Arrivederci, ah! Well, you know, if you need somebody to watch that babe when you guys go on that trip, I've got you. Well, you'll have to fight. You're very the gra- lucky to have me. The, you'll have to fight the grandmas <laughs> on that one, who have both already volunteered their services as well. But if we go for like nine days, maybe we just do a three day, three day, three day. Split thing. it up. Yeah, I've we'll got split. it. I've got you covered. Or are nah. you going to be like, I'll take eight days, and they can each have a half. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at some point Matthew's going to call me and be like, Hey, man. Get your baby out of my house. No, he won't because he knows truly I love kids and it has been my dream to be a mom and to be the house. Like we're the house where everybody comes. We have mm-hmm. sleepovers several times a week. I mean, we do we not we always have like five extra kids at our house. So it's nothing. And he knows. Like he knows, but he'll just be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to that. There's just parts of the house the kids don't go. Like, yeah. And Matthew goes to that part of the house. Yeah. So fair enough. All right. Well, hey, seriously, I cannot thank my guardian angel whose name I have no idea you are, sir, but you I'll never forget you. And you've probably already forgotten about Saturday, but I'll never forget it. I'm grateful for for whoever you are. You are appreciated. Just a reminder, be kind.